0: Praise the Lord to everybody. Praise the Lord to you who are in the United States of America. And praise the Lord to you who are in the United Kingdom. Praise the Lord to you who are in Ireland. And praise the Lord to everybody around the world, all ears that is listening to the words of me God's prophet and apostle of the United Congregational Baptist Church of Reality I thank God for another day I thank God for how he Kept me as I slept and slumbered on last night. It's by the grace of God that he allowed me to be able to witness to you just another day. Talk to you, pray with you just another day. It is by the grace of God that you are able to hear, talk, and breathe with your family. And once again, welcome to the House of Canaan UCB United Congregational Baptist Church of Reality, where I am your teacher, leader, and guide to the straight path. The Apostle Isaiah and Morris, the Seer of God's Holy Word. I have talked to you plenty of times about the Bible prophecy chart. I did, I know for a sure I did last year, the year 22, 2022. <clears throat> this is going to be an extended episode. I want to talk to you today, brothers and sisters. I want to talk to you today on the Bible Prophecy Chart, and I want to talk to you out of the book called Focus on Truth Theories by Danny Shelton. These books were sent to me to speak out of them to share them with you. It is called The Truth About Hail Fire. I want to talk to you today out of this book and soon I will be talking to you about the truth about the Ten Commandments and the truth about salvation. And we know that we have to have salvation. First, salvation then faith in God. Salvation is what gets you to heaven. But we're going to today talk about the Babel Prophecy Chart and the truth about Hellfire. Now, uh, before we get started, I do want to see... That the House of Canaan UCB United Congregational Baptist Church of Reality will have its own Facebook page and is in process of being made. As soon as it is up, I will let you know here on the podcast platform. <clears throat> the topic. The short topics of the Bible prophecy chart is church age, rapture, second coming of Christ, millennium, white throne judgment, and Internality Future for Believers. Church Age. Romans chapter 11 verse 25 says, Least you be wise in your own sight. I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery. Brothers, a potential harding's has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And remember, we are the followers of Jesus Christ. So therefore, by you being the followers, and we being the followers of Jesus Christ, we are called the Gentiles. When you are a Gentile, you're not a Jew, and you're not a Hebrew, but you are a Gentile. Remember, the Hebrews and the Jews, chosen people, God's chosen, that is God's chosen people. The Father's chosen people of the Old Testament. But Jesus comes, and He chooses The Gentiles, the ones who follow him. Let's talk now about the rapture. This comes from First Thessalonians chapter four, verse thirteen through eighteen. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be unaformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind, who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not proceed those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first, After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with those words. And a lot of people say that it is no rapture. Rapture means taking up. In the clouds with God. In the last days. And that's what the scripture just said as I read, so I'm just gonna leave that at that. I'm not gonna say that's a direct belief in the United Congregational Baptists. It's really not because I have not taught on nothing that's called the rapture. But, if you choose to believe that way, you can until prophecy comes. Second Coming of Christ I saw standing, opened, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire. And on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. And his name is the word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen. White and clean, coming out of his mouth, is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron sculpture. He trades the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty on his rule and on his tight. Thy, excuse me. He has his name written, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Revelations chapter nineteen, verse eleven through sixteen. millennium. Revelations 20 verse 1 through 3. And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven having the key of the abbeys and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil, or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years? He did what he bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abbeys and locked and sealed it over him. To keep him from deceiving the nations anymore, until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. Revelations twenty one through three, as I see it. White Throne Judgment. Revelations twenty. Verse 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it, the earth and the heavens, fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Now, I know... Since I have started and founded this ministry, I have said to you that death means defeat, that you've been defeated, that you've been bound, that you don't have eternal life in heaven. And we just heard what the book of Revelations 20 says. 15 through 11 talks about the death and Hades was thrown in the lake of fire. So what do you say when a loved one goes away? You say he or she got their victory when God takes you, he takes you in victory. No matter how he takes you. No matter how he takes his children, he takes them in victory. They get their victory. They get their glory. They get their spirit to go into the second realm and wait on Jesus Christ. For their ticket to heaven or Hades. Eternity future for believers. Revelations 21, verse 1 through 2. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband." Every last one of these, but two, all but two, was from Prophet John, peace be upon him. Who wrote the book of Revelation? So I talked to you about the church age, the rapture, second coming of Christ, millennium, white throne, judgment and eternity future for believers. Now, let's get into this talk. The Truth About Hellfire. I told you the author of this book is Danny Shelton. And you'll be hearing about this author for a while. He's very good. Listen to what It says, The Truth About Hellfire. Help! Somebody please help me. You are screaming as loudly as you can. To feel unending pain is the worst nightmare possible. But your your screams cannot be heard above those of the millions of others who, like you, are also screaming, wailing and begging for relief. There is no way out. The only light you see is from the very flames that engulf you. You can't stand around second. So you scream to your leader, Satan, whom you choose when you were still on earth to stop the unbelievable pain you feel. Finally, as you get his attention, he only laughs and says, welcome, to hell. You and I are going to spend eternity here together. Now you began to scream to God to save you, but he is nowhere around. He is in a beautiful place called heaven with all his children who accepted him as Lord and Savior of their lives while on earth. He does not hear you. You can't think about it much because the internal flames relentlessly continue to torture you. How can a God of love be so cruel, you think? It's a fair question, don't you agree? How can a God of love be so cruel? The purpose of this little book is to find out the truth about hellfire according to the Bible. Most Christian churches teach there is a real place called hell. And it is in business now. With millions of inhabitants being tortured in no way out through all eternity. Do you have a loved one who... Did not accept Jesus before they died. A brother, a sister, father, mother, or maybe even a child who died and did not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life. Are they burning day and night right now in the lake of fire? Whose flames are never quenched. Well, I won't keep you in suspicions. You would find it too hard to concentrate on the message of this book if you had a loved one who did not die having the security of salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The short answer to the question is, your loved one burning day and night is no. No one is burning in hell as we speak. Praise the Lord. Isn't that good news? I will, or I will, of course, give scriptures from the Bible to support my claims. I want to add here that we as humans really can't judge anyone's future based on our understanding of their actions while on earth. That is not the purpose of this book. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his conscience or on the height of his statue, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Also Jesus said, "Judge not that ye be not judged." Matthew 7 verse one. God will judge anyone according to his law of love. The Ten Commandments He created the human race as free moral agents who have the right to choose their own destiny, internal life and internal life or internal death. Understanding the truth about this Bible topic may mean the difference between everlasting life or death. Yes, it is just that important for every Christian to understand the character of God. If we choose God, we will live in a place called heaven. Heaven. Heaven is described in the Bible as a place of everlasting peace. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Revelation 21 verse 4. The Bible tells us our human minds cannot imagine how wonderful heaven will be. As it is written, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2. Verse 9, New King James Version Bible, Jesus. Well, the New King James Version Bible, excuse me, not Jesus. Yes, heaven is a real place with the true loving God as it's king. On the other hand, most Christian churches teach ...that if we do not choose God, we will spend eternity in a place called hell, where a being named Satan is in charge. According to them, hell is a place of everlasting punishment. Those who end up there will... be tortured in the internal flames of a fire that cannot be quenched through the eons of time, which means cannot be put up. I mean, put out. Love is a word that we are all familiar with. God is the originator of the word love because love is who God is. The Bible says God is love. 1 John chapter 4 verse 8. It tells us God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 Let me explain that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him, Jesus Christ, shall not die and go to hell, but have an everlasting life with our Heavenly Father, now, once we understand God and his character of love, we can make an intelligent decision about spending eternity tea with him. Let's dig a little deeper into his word for answers, God's character of love. The previous two scriptures, John 1 John chapter 4 and 8 and John 3.16, are some of the scriptures most quoted by the Christian church in all of the Bible. Why as Christians we want the world to know that God so loved the world that he was willing to give his only son as an atonement for our sins. In other words, his son Jesus would come down to this earth in the form of human flesh. He would dwell among us and in the end give his life as an atonement for the sins of the world. Sins, disobedience, and separated humanity from God in the Garden of Eden. The result, death to the human race. Because everyone seems to have their own option of what sin is. Let's let the Bible defend it, define it, not defend, but we are going to defend the scriptures by giving the scriptures to back up. What is being said, you know, seeing things and not having the scripture to back it up, is really nothing until it's a scripture to back it up. The Bible says, whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law, 1 John 3, 4. Here we see that sin is the transgression or breaking of God's Ten commandment laws. Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I think it's safe to say that nearly 100% of Christian churches would agree that this is what we, as Christians, teach. God is love. He could have chosen to eradicate rebellions, human humanity from the world, but he didn't. Instead, he made the ultimate sacrifice of giving his only son for the salvation of the world. We teach our young children that if we give our lives to Jesus by confessing that we are sinners and asking him to forgive our sins, he will forgive us our sins. And plants us from all unrighteousness, First John chapter 1, verse 9. We teach them that He is coming back in the clouds of glory to take us home with Him to live forever and ever. Heaven is a real place. Isn't this good news? But many in the Christian world also teach their children that if they don't give their lives to Jesus this god of love will burn them in hell fire forever and ever now you have to admit that this is hard for Johnny and Jane to understand right Immediately, the question comes to their young minds. How can a God who loves me torture me for all eternity and never make a way to escape? We just saw that the Bible talks about God making a way of escape for all of his children here on earth, by sacrificing his son. Yet somehow, we believe that this same God is willing to burn people with flames that will never die. A red flag has to come up in anyone's mind when they see such a Distorted view of our Creator God's true nature instead of the loving God portrayed in the scriptures. This erroneous teaching gives Johnny a mental picture. Of a harsh, cruel master without grace of mer- or mercy. What happened to the Bible's love? Chapter First Corinthians thirteen. Consider these verses: charity, love, suffering. No. Charity love suffereth long, and is kind, charity envieth not, charity valu- valueth not itself, It is not puffed up, doeth not behave itself unseemly, Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejecteth in the truth. First Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 4 through 6. This is part 1. Part 2 will be coming... On the next episode, talking about the truth about hellfire. Now, in November, we will have a lecture on Jesus Christ and Belial one of the servants of Satan have a conversation so what will the conversation be between Belial the servant of Satan and Jesus the Christ the son of God we will find out in november I pray that something was said that you can take with you through the rest of this week because it is time for the church to know the truth. Because for so long the church has been lied to of the scriptures. Understand that God is exactly who he say he is and who he say the devil is. So, God bless you all, God keep you all, God be with you all, and like I, the prophet and apostle say, pray and obey, and obey the word of God through the messenger of God.